1MDB has sparked embezzlement and money laundering investigations across One of the biggest corruption scandals the world has ever seen. What may be the biggest financial scam in the history. Number of corrupt 1MDB officials treated this public trust as a personal bank account. Follow us as we bring you into the courtroom where the biggest financial scandal in Malaysian history is being heard. By the Malaysian Insight, this is the Najib Razak 1MDB trial, and I'm Patrick Teo. Sharul Haumi told the court today that 1MDB did not have a contingency plan if its joint venture partner in the TRX deal did not come through with the funding of the deal. But in hindsight, they should have. It was another half-day in court today for Najib Razak's 1MDB trial. The prosecution's ninth witness and former 1MDB CEO, Sharul Azral Halmi, was not feeling well and had requested that the trial stop during lunch. Najib's lawyers were still not done asking Sharul about the Tun Razak exchange or TRX deal. 1MDB had agreed to a 50-50 joint venture with the fake ABBA, ABBA BVI. One Aizuddin One Muhammad asked Sharul about the financing for the TRX deal. Yesterday, Sharul told the court that 1MDB had to raise 3 billion US dollars for this deal, while it was already more than 10 billion US dollars in debt. When he left in March 2013, Sharul said ABBA had not injected its share of 3 billion US dollars in the JV. The JV company that was set up Abu Dhabi Malaysia Investment Company, or ATMIC, was disbanded in 2014. The witness added that 1MDB did not have a contingency plan in case ABBA did not come through with the deal. The reason you didn't have a contingency plan was because you were planning to siphon the 3 billion US dollars, one Aizuddin said. Sharul disagreed. We were focused on the Crown Prince's visit to Malaysia to sign for the JV. In hindsight, we should have had some contingency, he admitted. While proceedings were going on, Najib had a surprise visitor, his wife, Rosma Mansour. Dressed in a yellow bajukurum with matching headscarf, she took a seat in the bench behind the accused dock where Najib was seated. Moving on, one Aizuddin asked Sharul about the loan notes by the Ministry of Finance for the three billion US dollar loan. Sharul said he cannot answer the question as his successor was the one in charge of this, but the lawyer pressed him for details. Judge Colin Sakara stepped in and told the lawyer he can only ask Sharul about his understanding of the letter, but not how it was drafted because he was not involved in it. One Aizuddin agrees and proceeds to ask Sharul about the working of the letter. Would this letter lead to a government guarantee instead of just a letter of comfort? The lawyer asked. Yes, Sharul answered. When asked why Abu Dhabi's International Petroleum Investment Company, or IPIC's name, was removed from the letter, Sharul said he was not briefed on the matter. One Aizuddin suggests that this was so that IPIC's liabilities were left out, and Sharul agreed. 
The lawyer then proceeds to accuse Sharul of working with Low Tech Joe, investment bank Goldman Sachs and company to mislead the Malaysian government and 1MDB. Sharul disagreed. And with that, Wan Aizuddin ended his cross-examination for the day. The 1MDB trial will continue on August 17th. This podcast was brought to you by The Malaysian Insight. It is produced, written and mixed by Revati Supramaniam with additional reporting by Kamles Kumar. I'm Patrick Teal.